cut all that out. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want that at the start. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be there. Okay, am I on? Yeah, I'm yes, on. Yes, we're on. Okay. Hey, listen to Commander Kuko Podcast, episode 323. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. And today we're going to have a storm on a sunny day. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? A whole ton is going down. Not the sun. Of uh-huh. note, we're recording at a regular ass time today. We've got some stories to tell, some people to thank, a cool deck to talk about. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And I, I made an order. It's in the mail. But yet again, made an order, used CCO Spring promo code at checkout to save 5% on my whole order. Stuff I was going to buy anyways, mind wow. you. Wow. Stuff I was going to buy anyways. Saved some money. Shipped the same day. Dang. Dang ass fast. Man, I moved this last week. Yep. And like because I was moving, I didn't want to get anything in the mail to my old place. I didn't want anything to get lost or whatever. So mm-hmm. I haven't made an order in like two weeks. I'm going through withdrawals, man. Like I need to... I haven't got a new card in a long time, okay? Mm. And when I don't get new cards, I, I get a little sad. Mm. And uh, one of the things I like to do when I get new cards, save 5%. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, hey, if you want to be not sad, like Brando's going to be not sad when he makes an order. Oh, so excited. Go to the business daddies, fusiongamingonline.com, mm-hmm. and, uh, and do that. Make a little order. You're going to buy that stuff anyways. You might as well get it there. Yeah, might as well support your boys. Uh, Brando and Ryan. Yeah. And if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, you'd know that I definitely pointed at the wrong people when I said our names. That's the kind of day we're having today. Very much so. <laughs> Final thing is if you want to spend some big bucks, if oh. you're going to spend 100 CAD Canadian dollars or more, that's like $4 in the land of the free, yep. you can use CCO Perks promo code and you get 10% kickback on your whole order. These just send you store credit back into your account. And then you can save 5% on something else. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, super cool, super cool. So that's the first little bit of podcast business. We've got a little bit more. Let's plow through it, and then we'll get to the deck tech, because another classic CCO episode, we're keeping it old school with with this, even right down to the monocolored commander. Yeah. Old school, right? And we were going to. We were going to have an episode where we just, like, talked about what everybody should be talking about, I think. I think so, too. And we didn't, because... Before we actually got to the episode, we did our thing where we both wanted to get to the same place, but like we took different routes mm. to get there. And we're like, you know, let's just not talk about that for like an hour because that's just a bunch of negativity that we don't need to bring. Yep. So let's talk about the good side first. There will be a commander cookout area at GP Vegas or Magic, Magic Fest- 30. Magic 30 in Magic Vegas. 30. Coming up in October. That's going to happen. It's going to be outside the command zone for reasons we're going to get into in just a minute. It's going to be a great time. Come out and see us. It's going to cost you a lot less to play with us than with some other creators. And we're going to have a lot more fun because we always do based on the feedback that we get from our supporters. <laughs> I like I like how you, do, you just peppered in. Like some other creators or whatever. Well, you yeah, know, yeah, I mean, no, it's fine. Yeah, you know what? If yeah. if if you if uh, if you're a creator that didn't want to talk about what we're going to talk about in a few minutes, I think that that's being a little bit selfish because we'll talk about it in a couple minutes. Okay. Yes. 
we're going to be there. CCO Experience yeah. Vegas? See, Magic 30 CCO Experience? Like, uh, I don't know. What do we call it? I wanted to call it Luxury Cardstock instead of like Woodstock. <laughs> luxury Cardstock? <laughs> I thought that would be fun because yes. we can't get sued for that. And that's cool. But uh, I don't know. We can call it whatever we want. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to be there. We're going to have CCO signage, whether that means a banner, a flag, a table sign, whatever. You'll be able to find us. Dirty napkin with some crayon on it. We'll hold that shit up. Yeah, well, the, after the amount that we spent to get there, um, <sighs> that is all that we can afford. Um, so we are working on the plans for the CCO house, the uh, the the penthouse, the fairy tale house. I don't know what house it's going to be or what it's going to be called yet, but we are holding, uh, I guess, open invites for patrons right now. We've got almost a full house. So if you're a Patreon supporter over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast, let me know that you're interested either on the Patreon messenger service or Discord. Get into the Vegas chat or DM me personally if you are interested or have questions. That's great. We're going to be booking this week, so you don't have a lot of time left. Oh, should I? Should I not? Oh, yeah, I just didn't get to it. Well, boom, it's going to be full. Remember, if you've ever been to a, if you've never been to a magic event, this, in spite of what we're going to talk about in a second, probably going to be a good one. And the company is going to be the best company you're going to have if you're going to stay with us. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah, very much yeah. so. So we're putting together the whole CCO experience package right now. There's going to be more things than just the house. And it is it is an awesome way, we think, to say thank you to our not only our patrons who do support the show every week, but also everybody who watches, listens, subscribes on YouTube. Which you should be doing! Because 39% eh, of you aren't. Fucking do it! <laughs> it's a way for us to say thank you and hang out with you and play games and drink beers and get barbecue catered. Yes, I'm... I'm I'm going through the logistics of that and hoping that we don't get kicked out because the uh, the event does have its own kitchen. <laughs> but if they kick us out, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah, what's going to happen? We're going to play magic and drink beer somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to do so, play magic on the floor in the hallway. I mean, you might have to do that anyway. Yeah, if you didn't spend $700. But we'll talk about oh. that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, final way to support if you're if you're not a patron or if you want to make the CCO experience better, you head to commandercoco.com. There is a donate button. We've received a couple donations, which do go a long way to uh, help with the catering and to doing stuff like what we're doing, stocking the beer fridge and getting the little bits of surprises that that I've got going on behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. yeah, super cool. So uh, that's that's that. And, oh, real quick, oh. Nick Rob, yeah, if you're listening. We want local beer this time. Not that we didn't get any last time. We didn't have access to it last time. But we want to make sure that we get some like actual Vegas beers this oh, time. Oh, dude, so I've got you covered Eyeballs fucking open because we need it. I've got you covered. But Nick Rob knows his shit. I know my shit too. You don't think I haven't researched shit? It's my job to provide an awesome experience for CCO Nation. You can save yourself all kinds of time. But just get Nick, Nick Rob to do it. I'm just going to sweat shop it out. Yes. <laughs> sweat shop it to Nick Rob. That's He's like, do I get anything? No. Well, yeah, you get some of the beer. Hey, <laughs> that's not terrible. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty fun. Sweat Shop Straczynski. That's his new name. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of new nicknames. New nick. Oh, there's hey, a segue right there. There's a segue. It's another benefit to becoming a patron. So benefit. we've got a returner. Okay. Guy left, said, hey, sorry to leave, but I'll be back. I promise. And they actually came back? Yeah. Holy shit. Callum Stonehouse. He's back from planting trees in the bug capital of Canada. 
Oh, shit. Northern Ontario has some massive bugs. Yeah, they have probably, flies that are like this big. Probably I'm not even kidding. just next to Fort McMurray, Alberta for biggest bugs in Canada. They sound like this. They sound like a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. They're wild, man. So They're Callum's crazy. back, and, and he's re-nicknamed him himself, but I don't remember what it is in the uh, in the Discord. Which Was he the first Callum? Third I think he Callum? was Callum the third. Third Callum? Callum the third, too. Hyper Callum. There we go. <laughs> Hyper threes. Hyper threes, yeah. Callum 32. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anything works. Big yeah. thanks to him. Second one, and this is one that we got to okay. okay. pounce on. Okay. This is B. Miller. This is Aiden, all filler, no Miller's little brother. What? Oh, yeah. This is, this is, well, I got this, B-list Miller. Yeah. 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 There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had that one. This is like, this is second fiddle Miller. Oh, I like that. The eternal understudy. Yes, yes. He's yeah. like Luigi. Pipsqueak Miller. Oh, he's <laughs> Luigi. Yes. Yeah. Although I'm sure in real life, like, Aiden's probably Luigi because he's the tall one. Yes. Because if his little brother is taller than him, I'd, wow. I shit you not. I shit you not. Okay, you know my dad. Yeah. You, you know my dad's, um body type yeah yeah <laughs> he's um shorter and stockier stockier is yes. a polite way to put that's it. that's the word we're going to use and older than his brother my uncle who's very tall and very skinny <laughs> <laughs> and they, and my dad they are mario and luigi <laughs> <laughs> next patron next patron oh b miller any of the above nicknames will suffice welcome yeah and F F you, you. Cameron Powell. Now, pseudo-celebrity Cameron Powell, long-lost relative, a brother of... Colin Powell. I was going to say Asafa Powell. Wow. King of the 100 meter, one of the fastest men to ever live. I don't know who... Most sub-10-second 100 meter sprints of all time. How about Colin Power? Yeah, or Colin Pounder. There, yep, there <laughs> it is. Colin Pounder. We got there. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, last yeah. one, last Pseudo one. Pseudo-celebrity, my butt. Yeah. Pseudo-celebrity, my pounded colon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a benefit. It's oh, a benefit, man. okay? Okay, last benefit to give out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even do it. Morris Gonzalez. This is more ass guns, gun something. Morris. Wow. More ass gun pound ass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why is it with pounding ass? We could probably just get rid of the last name and just call him More Ass. More Ass. Or just More Ass. Yes. All you need is More Ass. Yeah, welcome to the show, Mr. More Ass. Yes. <laughs> I hope he gets like oh, some... Oh, man. Nah, Billy Gunn might sue him if he gets some like Mr. More Ass. Oh, yeah. Shorts made? Mr. Ass. No. Welcome. Does he have sons? They'd be the Ass Boys. <laughs> Little Ass. It's <laughs> Mini Ass? That'd yeah. Be pretty good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, little diapers made out of guns. <laughs> He's probably from the land of the free. He's probably American. It's yeah. probably true. Yeah, you know how here we got Huggies diapers with like Looney Tunes or like Muppets on them? Yeah, there's just is a gun. There's is a, they're, they're, their diapers have guns on them, bro? No, they're diapers made out of guns. They're recycled guns. They're recycled guns down there. No, right? they get them from Walmart. Well, I thought they were recycled. Let's they not were talk about guns. Let's, let's, okay. let's move on. We've got last week's giveaway. Tell me. People are like, fuck, get to the duck talk already, you fucking buffoons. No. <laughs> we, no. If we, you if you like CCO podcast, this is why. <laughs> this is why. You like the banter. You're not here for magic content. Okay. Last week, 
big dong energy. Oh yeah, was, was the deck yeah, with his ball sack chin. And Man, everything. so many good comments and quotes. Yeah. from from that episode. If you played the booster pack game on last week's pre-show and guessed Dong Zhu the Tyrant, ball sack, yeah. and your name is Ominous One, like oh. the number one. Or like one. Yes, it'll be on the screen. I know that you can't yeah, see I can't the screen see right now. Editing stuff. <laughs> but uh, but uh, editor Joe, editor Joe Mummy, he's gonna have it on there. Okay. Ominous one. Ominous one. Yeah. What yeah. do they? How do they? How do they claim the prize? Oh, they get at us at commandercookout at gmail.com on the honor system because you're gonna fuck it up for everybody if you just say you're the winner and you're not the winner. Yep. Send us an email. Say who you are, what you want, where you live. We'll send it off to you. Easy as pie. Yeah. Not like the number pie, because that's actually kind of difficult. Or making pie, which is also sort of harder than you think. Going to the store and buying pie. Correct. Or just eating it. Somebody else has already done the work. It's at the house. You want to eat some? Get a fork. Yeah. Easy. Like like more ass Gonzalez's grandma made it. Yeah. Yeah. I bet she makes a good pie. Bitch. Blueberry probably. It's my my favorite pie. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Everybody thought it was going to be like chocolate pie with chocolate pudding on top. No, no, no. No. I think my favorite pie is apple. Really? Yeah. Ice cream? Mm, vanilla ice cream on top. It's got pie's got to be really hot though, so the ice cream gets melty, just turns into soup. Let us know in the comments. Do you like ice cream on pie? Ryan clearly does. I don't. Under any circumstances, will I put ice Do cream on like pie? Do you like whipped cream? Nope. I, like, I hate whipped cream. I on like stuff. pie with nothing on top. Oh, you know what? That's a good way to eat pie. Yeah, I just like the. I want to eat the pie, and I always eat the crust first because the crust is the shittiest part. So I eat it and get it out of the way. Do you do that with pizza? Uh, no, with, with the pizza, what? I give the pizza crusts to my dog. Oh, yeah, Big Urs gets the pizza crust, and if I'm out in public somewhere, I I, I put them on the floor under my chair. <laughs> I stick them to the bottom of the table like gum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now we now we're familiar with Brando's eating habits. <laughs> Culinary cookout podcast, That's baby. It. That's it. We have a deck to do, but before that, what before that, we didn't talk about the thing. We talked oh, about that we're going to be in Vegas. All right. But let's just get it out of the way because I don't think enough people are mentioning this. Ryan, did you know that had the command zone not sold out immediately, it would have costed us 455 Canadian dollars each to play in that area? Yes, I did. Is, is that not double or triple what we would normally pay to sit down and play games with our friends? About triple... Uh, uh, I, a standard weekend pass for an event if we wanted command zone access. If we didn't want command zone access and just wanted to get into the hall to look at vendors or play free pickup games, it would have been infinitely more because in the past that has been free. Free. Now, if $455 is a trifle to you and you're from Canada and already spending 660 just to fucking get there, never mind room and boarding and food, and you wanted an even more premium experience with more shit that I'm just going to recycle or already have six of, you could have paid $985 for the uh, the even upper end. The, the, the Lotus tier. The Lotus tier. Yeah, I forgot that that's what it was called. Because you remember, you get, an, you get an unglued card. Hey, and you get to listen to the guy that's on the unglued guard talk. You get a deck box you're going to immediately put in the garbage. Well, you probably won't do that. I do have lots of those deck boxes, but I do keep them. Yeah, you, I, I don't. I think your point is, and I made this point on Twitter, 
and I did talk directly to Blake Rasmussen, head of Magic's PR team, and I'm not blaming him for anything, and and I do not envy his position. No. Because it is one of extreme polarity, Mm -hmm. where it's all excitement or all just fucking bitching. Just rage. And and we're not bitchers. We're not complainers on Commander Cookout. So that's why we're kind of making light of this this yeah. the situation. But uh, we didn't spend a thousand dollars or 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 four fifty. We bought the regular event thing for one hundred and sixty dollars plus a fucking eleven dollar shipping charge on what, what exactly? I don't know. But moving on, Saint Levy. We think that it's a little bit of of a, of a price gouge and a FOMO kind of marketing tactic, and the packages are justified via Watsy on Twitter with awesome stuff that you get that we don't know what it is yet. This is going to be so worth it. It's going to be the best thing ever, and it might be. And I'm and I'm hoping that it is. Yeah. And I am optimistic that it is. I'm an eternal optimist. And and that's why we are yin and yang because Brando's not. Mm-hmm. But I'm an internal optimist that the hundred and eighty five dollars after tax and shipping plus Canadian conversion, the two hundred and twenty five dollars it's going to be. I'm hoping that it is the best experience that I ever have at a Magic event. But what I don't really care about is the lanyard. Yeah. Give, me, give me a wristband or tell me just to bring a lanyard. I've got ten of them from previous events. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about. The, the sealed booster packs. I'm not I can't enter drafts with those. I have to pay money to get packs to play in drafts with those. I'm gonna convert them to P via open flippy. I don't care about a deck box. I don't yeah. care about a a, a a little sack. Like a, it all yeah. comes in a little sack. I don't care about having another playmat. It's all of this shit that you gotta put in your bag and carry around. I don't know how many people like magic events be damned. This is a convention now because you're paying to get in. You're paying to wait in line and pay money for things. Yes. Once you pay money to go inside and pay money and they give you a bag of shit that you have to carry around, now you're being like infringed upon. <laughs> like now you have pounds of crap that you have yes. to carry around. You have packs that you don't want that still aren't worth the price of admission. You've got a bag that you probably don't need because you brought one with all your stuff in it. Mm-hmm. You've got a deck box you probably don't need because all your stuff is already in it. See our top five and five and what to bring. It's just a pile of stuff that you didn't ask for and you probably didn't want, and now you're pay- paying a premium to get the thing that you did want, which is to hang out and play games with your friends. And I think yeah. it's predatory, and I think it's a real shitty thing for them to do. Yeah. Now, that being said... I do want to acknowledge the people who this is their first, maybe second, or one event per year. I do want to acknowledge those people. We go to half a dozen events per year. People like to get the playmat that says, like we got the Bellevue one, Las Vegas, Magic 31, Magic 25 anniversary one. Remember how many people get like signatures from creators and friends. That is an important piece of memorabilia that somebody might want. Sure. Some people do, like the guy I played with in Calgary. Remember, he played like Magic for th- two months, and I was like, "Just have my booster pack." He's like, "Really?" Like, yeah. Just have it. Yeah, and probably I'll end up either converting these ones to P via Open Flippy, or giving them out to kids because that's what I do. Have my booster pack. Have my tickets. I don't need them. But some people do want those, and I think that that is important to offer that to people at. Let's just say $160 price point. I think that that's an appropriate price point if 
it came with command zone access. Yeah. If you want the draft $160 package. Which is or, what they did before. Or the sealed $160 package. Or the I want to do events $160 package. That's great. And then the, there can be a commander $160 package. I think that that's fine. I also think that the $160 package could be made into a $100 package and I don't get any booster packs. I I'm, don't get yeah. any extra tickets. I'm fine with that. I like paying $100. Like what's the, what's the kids one day access worth? 30 or 40 bucks? Sure. Even if it's 50 and I want 3 days of access to the command zone, that's 150 bucks and I get nothing else cuz I'm a grown up. Yeah. Right? 150 bucks, I'll pay that all day to have command zone access, commander area access. What if the kids package, and, and maybe this is how you charge more money to give product away, you make the kids package the same price, $150, which seems like, ooh, they're kids, they might not, we, we don't want to spend that much, but put the booster packs and the promos and the deck boxes in the kids packages so the kids still get their shit, they still get all the stuff that they want, all the fun booster pack cracking, and the grown-ups still get gouged for getting fucking nothing except for command zone access, mm -hmm. but it's not $500 for us, or it's not $1,000, or it's not this or that or this or that. It's just get in the door, play magic wherever you want. Yeah. Right? So that's not a complaint. That is a piece of constructive criticism because I'm offering up what I think would be a good way to do it or a better way to do it than, than what they did. Agreed? Sure. It's a real kick in the nuts, though, still. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of it, but we're going to make it work because that's what we do. We! And everybody else around us is going to make it work, too. And lots of the other people that go to this event are going to help us in making this a great experience. Because nobody else is going to do it, so we're going to do it ourselves. We've evolved. We're adapting. We're chameleons. This is Chameleon Cookout Podcast now, biatch. We're getting food. We're playing open flippy. I might pee in this convention center, so I'll be two for two, allegedly. <laughs> two for two. Allegedly. <laughs> Peeing inside convention centers, not in the bathroom. Um, we've got cosplayers coming to the CCO area. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a good time. So yeah. come by and check it out. We're going to make the best of a, of a rough situation, and maybe if enough of us constructively make it difficult for them and let them know that we are not happy with this kind of gouging, maybe we can make things a little better for next time. I'm itching for an organizer to come over and say, hey, you can't have a sign. Hey, you can't you can't have catering in here. I'm going to be like, really? Oh, really? I couldn't afford to not do this. The money I would have spent, but your event sold out, sir. I've got all kinds of different lawyery types of things I can say to people. Anyways, we should switch to cards. Let's talk some cards. Let's do it. All right, so we talked very little about the kind of deck, but at the offset of the show, the outset of the show sure storm on a sunny day hey is, is the name of the deck sent in by ceo of grilled cheese that, our boy aiden all filler no killer miller yeah b, b miller b miller's bigger brother yes that was harder to, that's the lot i'm glad you had to say that one and not me there it is. commander this week Mavinda Students Advocate. Yes, Advisor Tribal, Man, baby. How often do we do Strixhaven anything? People forget that set even exists oh, until yeah. they see the weird like spellbook cards. Or and whatever. then they're like, what is it? What card is this? Exactly. <laughs> it's a 2-3 bird visor for white 2 with flying. It has zero 
You may cast target instant or sorcery spell from your graveyard this turn if that spell doesn't ca doesn't target a creature you control that costs eight more to cast this way. If that spell be put into your bin, exile it instead. Activate only once each turn. Okay, so we can cast stuff from our graveyard for whatever it costs when we target our own stuff. Yes. If it doesn't target our stuff, it costs mana cost plus eight. Oi. So we're going to want to capitalize with cheapy things that we can cast once and then once again mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. also gain us some kind of benefit and then we use said benefit maybe to attack with or well storm with it's yeah. in the name <laughs> we're gonna see how stormy this deck is though because i'm not sure it's a traditional storm like if i said is it storm like you have a deck in mind yeah thousand year storm you have a deck in mind mono yeah. black storm you have a deck in mind yeah. If I say mono white storm, we're gonna, you're what like, the fuck? what the hell? It actually took me until I read through the whole deck list to even realize what the storm card is. Yeah. I so, didn't know there were white storm cards. So Yeah, hell yeah, brother. There are. It started in um, 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 Scourge. Scourge, I think, is when storm was released mm. way back in 2003. Was no. thrust upon us. The storm scale, baby. Yeah, 2002, maybe? I don't know. Somewhere turn of the century. <laughs> turn of the millennia. Let's uh, let's get the ramp cards out of the way and, and then go back and, and maybe there's a couple that we want to talk about. So we got a Spell Satchel, a Sol Ring, a Primal Amulet, a Paradise Mantle, a Catcher's Monument, a Liquid Metal Torque, and a Cloud Key. One that I actually liked in here was the Spell Satchel because it's a three-drop mana rock that only costs two. And I call it, I say that, because it's a mana rock that produces mana, but it also does a bunch of other cool stuff. A throw, <laughs> three drop mana rock that only costs two. Yeah. It is a two drop mana rock, but you remove a book counter from it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you tap it, remove a book counter, you get a colorless mana, or you can tap it and three to remove three book counters and draw a card. And whenever you play an instant or sorcery spell, you put a book counter on it. Yeah, it's got Magecraft whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery, which we're going to do. Yep. I'll bet you, you if this costs counter. three, it would come in with a counter on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then you get your mana back right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that you can draw a card from it. It's kind of neat. That's pretty cool. You, maybe, maybe you do like, well, Mavinda lets you do her, it, it. It's a big owl. I don't know. I don't it's care. It's ability twice. Right? Like, I know once, but you can cast the spell, and then you can activate her ability, cast it again. So you get, like, two book counters per turn with Mavinda. Yep. So at the end of player four's turn, maybe we've got, like, six book counters. Sure. We can go three, if we got leftover mana, three, remove three, draw a card. We still got mana from the book, or from the, the spell satchel, next uh, next turn pretty cool because we'd have six counters on it and then we go down to three then we can remove one next turn if we need an extra boost into that yeah cool we got a primal amulet that one makes your instants and sorceries cost less whenever you cast an instant sorcery you get a, it gets a charge counter i think it's four charge counters it flips over into a land that taps for mana of any color when you play an instant sorcery with that mana you can copy it which is cool that is cool i think i think both sides are cool the cost reduction is cool and the uh copying is cool yes and then Cloud Key lets you choose an artifact, creature, enchantment, instant, or sorcery. And then those, whatever spell you choose, whatever type of spell you choose, is one less. Yes. See, this is a, a stand-in for Pearl Medallion. Pearl Medallion. Yep, yep, yep. And we'll talk about Pearl Medallion in the budget section because we're going to find out that this deck can be made 
on the cheap. Yes. Yeah. Okay, the protection. Protection section, I think this is sort of standard because you need to protect Mavinda to kind of make the deck work. And also, these are instants and sorceries, but aren't the ones that draw you cards. So, um, I don't know. Sudden Salvation. Read that one. Choose up to three target permanent cards in graveyards that were put there from play this turn. Return them to play tapped under their owner's control. You draw a card for each opponent who controls one or more of those permanents. Oh, you can choose your opponent's things, and this becomes a card draw spell. Yeah. Oh, and you know what you could do, too, is you could choose one of those targets to be my thing, yep. like like my own thing, mm -hmm. and then it doesn't cost eight more, and I can still give you two things back to draw two cards. That's right. Hey, it's, pretty it's good. Pretty neat. Sheltering Light, target creature gains indestructible, scry one. Yep. Sejiri Shelter is one of those uh, modal double-faced lands. Target creature you control gains protection for the color of your choice till end of turn. God's Willing. Same thing, except scry one. Exactly. Fight is one. Gives you makes a dude a little bigger or makes them indestructible if they're a human. If they're not a human, oh wait, never mind. Choose one or both. It does both. No. You can make up to two things indestructible and you, make them. You bigger. target a human with one and a non-human with one. Brought back. Choose two target permanent cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. Return them to play tapped. Bathe in light has radiance. Choose a color target creature and each other creature that shares a color with it gains protection from the chosen color until end of turn. Ooh, I like that one. Radiance is a cool ability. I hope and, that they bring that back sometime. And and that one in particular is going to make all my guys protection from your color. That's right. Your blockers. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna see if that's relevant in a minute. <laughs> okay. Con control cards. Valorous stance. You can make one of your dudes be indestructible, or you can destroy target creature with toughness four or more. I like that because we could target our own guy with that, and and destroy use, him. Use that yeah. as <laughs> no, no. wipe him right out. Kill my own guy. No, no, no. Target creature gains indestructible. Oh, right. Target our guy with that. You could also do that. Okay, yes. sure, 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 sure. Unexpectedly absent is white, white, X, instant. Put target non-land permanent onto its owner's library just beneath the top X cards. Dang. That's a weird one, hey? That's a, I like that one. I like that one when somebody cracks a fetch land. <laughs> in response. <laughs> what do you mean in response? I'm cracking a fetch land. Unexpectedly absent. Shuffle your fucking guy away. <laughs> yeah, because I guess if you paid just the two, you'd put it on top, right? Yes. So then they just shuffle it away. Yes. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> we have swords. We have path. We have mana tithe. We have generous gift. Then we have Dynavolt Tower. What in the ass? Energy card. Man, this deck's got it all. Advisors, Storm, Energy. <laughs> <laughs> Artifact for three. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you get energy, energy. You can pay energy, 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 energy. That would Dyna be five. Deals three damage to target creature or player. What the hell? You could pay five energy to bolt somebody? That's right. In white. That's... I'll take it. Just play Sunlance for one, I guess. But I'll take are. it because we're casting like six spells like per round of the table. That's pretty good. This thing's going to have like fucking 900 energy on it. Good. Yeah. And we have a Disenchant. Classic. Everybody knows Disenchant. Yeah. If you don't, Classic Magic card, check it out. It's very good. Yeah, do the research yourself. Yeah. Not holding <laughs> your hands? We're going to hold your hand cookout podcast? <laughs> We've got some card draw... Oh, that man. that isn't the cantrip section. Oh man. Okay, let's let's do these. These ones we're actually gonna have to take a second to talk about a couple of these. Oh C man. Sigarda's Splendor. 
Okay, four drop enchantment enters the battlefield. Note your life total. Note it. Okay, it's noted. Let's say it's 36. Sure. Sure. At the beginning of your upkeep, draw a card if your life total is greater than or equal to the life total you noted when Sigarda's Splendor entered the battlefield. Sure. Then, note, note your, your life, life total, total again. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that again. Then you got to note it again. Whenever you cast a white spell, uh-oh, uh -oh. gain one life. This is the first card that I was like, hey, this could be a thing. Yeah. This could be like a gain life deck. Yeah. Okay, let's let's continue. Secret rendezvous. Target you and target opponent each draw three cards. This is the most controversial card from Strixhaven. Is it good or is it not good? I don't think it's very good. No? Well, I mean it's it's How do I feel about harmonize, Ryan? Boring. It's but this yeah. but this card is not cuz it's harmonized for me and harmonized for you. Just harmonizing twice. I hate it. But it's political. <laughs> what if what if you garnered kind of political favor from somebody? What if you're helping the person who's behind you know as, as to make their game better? You know what I do? Change their whole day. You know Could have changed their whole life. Maybe. And you know what I'm going to do after that? I'm going to use those three cards to just waste you for giving them to me. Just gank them. Just destroy them. <laughs> Pers okay. Pursuit of knowledge is hey, next. this is an oldie. Skip drawing a card. What? Okay. Let's... If you would draw a card, you may skip that draw instead. If you do... It gets a study counter. Yes. Remove three study counters from Pursuit of Knowledge. Sacrifice Pursuit of Knowledge. Draw seven cards. <laughs> if we would draw a card, we can skip that. Yeah. yeah, yeah Fuck, yeah. we're going to see if that's important. Maybe it is. We cast, okay. We cast two cantrips. It's, it's three, I know. But when I say cast, what I mean is like cast it, then cast it from the graveyard, and then cast another one on a different player's turn. Yeah. We skip drawing those three cards. We can sack this and draw seven. It's pretty good. Three for seven? Yeah. Always good. Yeah. If if one for one or two for one in your opponent's good, three for seven oh. in yourself, really yeah. good. Oh, man. You could secret rendezvous, just skip drawing all three of those cards and just draw seven. Oh, man. How bad would that look? Secret rendezvous um, response. <laughs> and somebody <laughs> destroys this. Fuck. Now, oh. now I gotta draw the three cards. That'd be so good. Yeah. Anyways, cut a deal. Cut a deal. Each opponent draws a card. Then you draw a card for each opponent who drew a card this way. This is secret rendezvous, but spready. This yes. is spready rendezvous. I like this one better. You give one card to everybody instead of three cards to one. Yeah, like that better. I don't know. It just feels better. I know that it probably actually isn't better because you secret rendezvous the person that can use the cards against you the least effectively, as opposed to spreading them all out. I just I like But given three cards to one person is lots of cards. I know. Given one card to one person isn't lots of cards. Oh, it could be though. And this is this isn't as good as Secret Rendezvous when there's like one person's dead. Also correct. Yeah, see Secret Rendezvous is not harmonized. It's way more complicated. <laughs> oh, of course, it's just boring. Let's talk about Battle Angels of Tear. Oh, lordy. Okay. Flying Myriad 44 for 4. Seems good already. Yes. There's additional text. Oh, Seems it, good already. I thought that was flavor text. Nope. Oh. Whenever Battle Angels of Tear deals combat damage to a player, draw a card if that player had more cards in hand than you. Than cool. each other player. Than each other player, yep. Okay. Then create a treasure token if that player controls more lands than each other player. Then you gain three life if that player has more life than each other player. 
So Ooh. each angel has that ability. Yes. Each angel has that ability. So they're going to gank somebody that's got more cards in hand than you probably because you're playing white, so you'll draw a card. Well, if you hit the person with the most cards, you get a card. If you hit the person with the most life, you get some life. And if you hit the person with the most land, you get a treasure. But you will because each angel has that and they're all attacking somebody. Yeah. Well, provided you don't have the most life, most cards, or most land. We're playing mono white, dude. <laughs> we might have the most life. We might have the most life. In which case, I don't... That's the one I care about yeah, that's the, the one that you give the least shits about. I give the shits least about. shits about that, yeah. How about Alhamrit's Archive? Oh, yeah. If we gain life, we gain twice life. If Boom. we draw a card, we draw twice card. Boom. That's a good card. That's a good one. That card's worth... Nine bucks almost. I have certainly accidentally killed myself with that card several times. That card has mm -hmm. definitely... Uh, actually, no, it was like Tefri's Insight or something does the same thing with, with drawing cards. Yeah. But good ability because you're going to see, we're going to draw some cards. Yeah, Yeah, buddy. we are. Should, should, we just, should we just go to the cantrips now? Have we done everything? No, we haven't. We still have the casty. Casty, casty, casty. These are the things that care about casting stuff, hey? Yes. Okay, well, let's do those. Okay. Vanguard of Bremaz. Okay, this has got heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Vanguard of Bremaz, you get a 1-1 one, one with Vig. Cool. And the, the lion on that art, there's Brando's art critique of the episode. Man, that guy's going to be totally ineffective. Like, he's way overbalanced already, and he's trying to run and, like, swing a club at somebody. And then the dude behind him just laugh at him because he <laughs> sucks so bad at fighting. Like, that, man, that guy should not be on the vanguard. Yeah, he, he does not look like he has vigilance. He should be in the kitchen, like, cooking food for everybody else because he's not helping out on this battle at all. Thalia's Thalia's Geist Caller. This is kind of the same thing. Cast a spell, get a 1-1 one, one Flying Ghost. It's got lifelink. It's a 3-1. You sacrifice it. Uh, uh, sacrifice a spirit. Thalia's Geist Caller gets indestructible. Shrine of Loyal Legions. Same kind of thing. At the beginning of your upkeep, uh, or whenever you cast a white spell, hey, mm -hmm. put a charge counter. You can do three... Tap, sacrifice, shrine of loyal legions, put a 1-1 one, one colorless mirror artifact creature token onto the battlefield for each charge counter. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's going to get... Yeah. That's going to get lots of charges, you're going to see. Sentinel Tower. Here we go. Sentinel Tower. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the cat out of the bag a little bit, just so we can talk about whether or not we like these in the deck. Okay. We got Sentinel Tower, and we got Aetherflux Reservoir. Yeah. I know that you're not a big fan of Aetherflux Reservoir. No. I do like how we've seen some cards that reference life to draw cards and stuff. Yep. Aetherflux does draw us cards. Once we have 50 or more life, we can pay 50 life and 50 somebody. And whenever you cast a spell, you gain one life for each other spell yeah. you've cast before it. Sentinel Tower is similar. It even costs four like like Aetherflux Reservoir does. Whenever an instant or sorcery is cast during your turn, okay, Sentinel Tower deals damage to any target equal to one plus the number of instants and sorceries cast before that spell this turn. That's a cool one. It's like a fixed ether flux. Yeah. It's kind of like a gutter snipe or an electrostatic field, right? Sort of. This is like the storm equivalent of Blood Artist. Sure. Or or Falconrath Noble or whatever, right? right? This could hypothetically do a lot of damage, too. Cause it's like it does, what is it, one and then two and then three and then four and then five and then six and seven and eight. Yo, yeah. So it, it, it builds. It gets out of hand. Yeah. Precursor Golem. Oh, enters the battlefield with two 
three threes, and it's a three, three for five. Whenever a player casts an instance or sorcery that targets only a single golem, that player copies that spell for each other golem that this spell could target. And then uh, each copy targets a different golem. Man, my very favorite thing about this card ever was the time somebody played it against me in standard and I searing blazed it. Oh, because so they deal damage, right? Because I killed all three of their goblins and then hit them for nine. It was so good. And he was just like, oh. And it was an end of turn, too. It's like, crack, crack a fetch, waste all your guys. Oh. Oh, I was so good. It felt Th really good. This is really good because we're getting multiple tokens, which is a thing that we already have identified that we want to do, right, with all the cards so far. Yeah. And we get to copy spells. And you know in a storm deck we're playing Magecraft cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a powerhouse card. I think an opening hand with this card, you auto auto keep. Snap keep. Yeah. Phalanx leader. Uh, whenever you target it, it gets a plus one, plus one counter. On each creature? On each creature. Oh, wow. It's way better. That's oh. that's a finisher right there. Yes, it is. Magecraft and copy and cast two spells. All of a sudden, my guys get plus five, plus five. Pretty good. Ojatai exemplars. Oh. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell... Choose one. Tap target creature. It gains indestructible or exile it and then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. Tapped. I think I, that I you think do you that tap to, target you creature. You tap blockers. Yeah, that's, that's an time. over... That that gives my guys trample without giving my guys trample. Yes. All your guys are tapped. Yep. Myth realized. Frick, you read this one, man. My throat's sore. <laughs> Enchantment for one white. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a lore counter on it. White two, remove a lore counter, or put a lore counter on it. White, until end of turn, myth realized, becomes a monk avatar creature in addition to its other types and gains power and toughness equal to the number of lore counters on it. Ooh, so that just becomes a big-ass creature. It's just a big beater. Yeah. We have a monastery mentor, which is a 2-2 two, two for 3 with prowess. So whenever you cast a non-creature spell, it gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. And whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you get a 1-1 one, one white monk creature token with prowess. So that that's going to make lots of big dudes. An army of big dudes. Because the monks get prowess. That's right. Oh, Monastery Mentor is freaking good, yes, hey? Yes, he is. Leonin Lightscribe is a 2-2 two, two for 2 with Magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant sorcery spell, creatures you control get plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. Each creature. Each creature. We have a Leonin Battle Mage. That's a 2-3 for 4. Tap it. Target creature gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. And whenever you play a spell, you untap it. Ooh. So that's, that's kind of each creature. It's kind of weaker than the other ones we talked about, but it, it's it's also there. Shout out to Darksteel, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's when that card's from. Cemetery Protector is a 3-4 human soldier for white, white, 2 with flash. Comes into play. Exile a card from a graveyard. Whenever you play a land or cast a spell, if it shares a card type with the exiled card, Create a one-one human bro. That's actually good. Yep. You, people are like, oh yeah, the 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 cemetery keepers or whatever from from Crimson Val. The red one's the best. That's what they all say. Well, it is. But this one in this deck, way better. In this deck, can't even play the red one in this deck. <laughs> exactly. And if but if you could, the red one would probably be better. Oh man, but this one makes bros, and that's what's important. Ballynock Trapper is a two-two for four. You can tap it to tap target creature. Whenever you play a white spell, you can untap it. And we have an Aetherflux Reservoir, which we've already talked about. Yeah. So those are the things that care about casting stuff to make dude. All right. So we've talked about making dudes and then casting spell to make your dudes big. Let's talk about spells that we're going to cast that will allow us to cast more spells. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think all of these cards are going to say draw a card on them. 
And I don't think very many of them are going to be commander staples. Yeah. <laughs> so if the effect is, I mean, no effect is useless. Not the yeah. commander. But if the effect is super marginal, I might just say like, two mana, draw a card <laughs> and yeah. move on. <laughs> like withstand. Okay. Well, let's, I'll, I'll, we'll go through the process and then we'll shortcut after that. Okay. Because Ball's doing all the extra work. After we've demonstrated that we can. <laughs> okay. White two instant. Prevent the next three damage that would be dealt. Can't even do the work. Can't even just speak. Prevent the next three damage that would be dealt to target creature or player this turn. Draw card. Swift maneuver. Uh, two mana. Draw card. Does the same thing. Spiritualize. Ooh. Instant. This is from Odyssey. I want to read that. I don't even know what this card does. Cool picture. White Two, until end of turn, whenever you target creature deals damage, you gain that much life. Draw a card. Hey, that's good. Notice how it doesn't say creature we control. Yeah, but we would target a creature that we control because... Well, if you're casting it from the graveyard, sure. But the initial time, you could certainly cast them. Ah, you're attacking that other guy for 24? Ha! Draw a card, gain 24. Oh, yeah. Etc. Yeah, or you know what we could do? We could go cast it. Targeting your guy, because you're attacking me. Like, cast it during combat on your turn. Targeting your guy to negate his damage. Cast it from my graveyard, targeting my guy. Block, and gain a bunch of life. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Shelter. Same thing. Prevent, Pressure point. Oh. Prevent damage, draw a card. Pressure point. Tap creature, draw a card. Oblation. Ooh, shuffle things into library... Draw a card. Shuffle non-land thing into library. Draw two cards. Nivius Wisps. Oh, five colors. Adam knows this one. Target creature becomes white until end of turn. <laughs> <laughs> Draw a card. And it taps it. It does tap it, yeah. Lightning Blow. Lightning Blow. Don't Google that. Do not. And there's like a there's a lightning bolt going into a butthole in the picture. Like that's that's just weird. Yeah. Man. Target creature gains first strike. Draw a card at the beginning of next turn's upkeep. Heal. Prevent damage, draw a card. Guided strike. Plus one, first strike, draw a card. Gallantry. Another Odyssey one, yeah, I like this one. Blocking creature gets plus four, plus four, draw a card. Formation. This is amazing. Oh, man, look at those, like, emu things on it, hey? You'd know what we're talking about if you're watching on YouTube. Which you should be. Or if you're intimately familiar with every art from Ice Age. Yes, Target creature gains banding until end of turn. Draw a card at the beginning of the next upkeep. Can you imagine playing that and then trying to have to do like a combat step with band? Your friends would just punch you in the face. Yes. Like, I'm going to play this on my thing and then attack. Well, yeah, but now your guy has banding. Doesn't that change things? Oh, yeah. How does banding work? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Punch you in the face. Uh, Okay, in response to punching me in the face, I'll activate Mavinda. I'll use swift maneuver on me, paying the extra eight. (laughs) (laughs) Defiant strike. I'm sure that's going to give us first strike or plus one and draw us a card. Curtain of light. Unblocked creature becomes blocked. (laughs) That's cool, man. I like that. You cast it on your own guy? <laughs> oh, man, I guess my guy's just blocked now. What if, fuck me. What if your guy has trample? <laughs> it still does damage. Tramples over me. Yeah. There's no tramplers in the deck. There could be. Oh, man. Curtain of light. Target non-blocked creature becomes blocked. 
That's literally Watsy saying, $700 to play in the command zone, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh. And then you draw a card also. Yeah, yeah, that's the booster packs they give you. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Karome. Oh, the next one damage that would be dealt to target creature this turn is dealt to another target creature. Draw a card. Bandage. Bandage. Just a classic from Ice Age 2. Prevent the next one damage. Draw a card. Acrobatic maneuver. Ooh, this one's probably good. Exile target creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. Draw a card. Ooh. That's a good one, yeah. Blink, draw a card. You could maybe get like an ETB thing. I don't know if we have any of those, but that's kind of the deck, but we do have three more like I assume these are payoffs of some kind. We have show of confidence. Okay, show of confidence. Whenever, when you cast this spell... Copy it for each other instance and sorcery spell you've cast this turn. Oh, so this is a payoff card. Yes. Okay. You may choose new targets for the copies. Put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. It gains vigilance until end of turn. So you copy that a bunch of times. Maybe three or four times. Like It it has sort of shitty storm, right? It's got shitty storm. It puts plus one, plus one counters, and you would do it when you've got all your tokens and all your prowess things and all your things that have magecraft that also put plus one, plus one counters on. You have to, like, craft that a little bit, but I don't think you're going to have any issues because you've got 17 cantrip spells and six more spells that actively draw you cards. Yeah. I think that it's going to be easy just to say, okay, i got 10 guys now. They all have plus six, plus six. I'm going to cast Show of Confidence. They're all going to gain Vigilance, and I'm going to give, like, seven of them another plus one, plus one counter. I think that that's, like, an actively real scenario that could happen, not Magical Christmas Land. Most likely. Uh, Pull from Eternity. I like this one. I like this one. uh, Backbone piece to the the CCO special, Eldrazi Arc Slogger combo. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Max said he built that deck, hey? He plays Arc Slogger because he heard about it on some Commander Cookout podcast show or something. Huh. Oh, I bet those guys are cool. Yeah. And handsome. Oh, yeah. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pull from Eternity is an instant for oh, one yeah. <laughs> white. Put target face-up card that's removed from the game into its owner's graveyard. Oh, because we... Because we're going to exile all the stuff. And yeah, stuff with Mavinda gets exiled. Yeah, so and then it. you target your own card in exile, so you could Mavinda this and Play also play it again and get a a second thing back yeah okay and here's our storm card saved it for last asshole steel asshole steel that's astral steel i like what i said better i'm gonna steal your ass no it's steel like metal not steel like thievery asshole steel it's the kind of steel you'd put in your asshole no kink shaming in the nation asshole steel is a instant for white two like a chromie yeah oh Target creature gets plus one, plus two until end of turn. With the jewel on it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I haven't made a cam girl reference in a long time, and I felt like I was close. You were very close, but you missed the you missed the opportunity. But there's our storm payoff. Target it's, creature gets plus one, plus two until end of turn. Did you say that? Yeah, that's it. And it has storm. That's it. I think that this routinely would give my team of, again, I think 10 dudes, because they're like one ones or whatever. Nobody's yeah. going to care about that. And and we're playing the white deck, so they just assume that we pack Wrath of God, which we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's realistic to have ten dudes, maybe maybe nine dudes plus Mavinda with flying, and then just go like, uh, Mavinda, all my guys get plus one plus one, 
Mavinda again, or cast it, Mavinda it. All my guys get plus two, plus two, or plus three, plus three from my graveyard. Yeah. And then I go Astral Steel three times because it plus the two copies because I've cast two spells. Yeah. All my guys get an additional plus three, plus six, plus Magecraft is going to put another counter on all of them. All of a sudden, all my one ones plus their prowess triggers plus their plus eight plus ten whatever are going to be attacking for whatever and maybe some of their guys are tapped yeah i think that that i think that this this checks out i think you could stomp next with this deck for I, sure i think it slaps i think you can slap lips and stomp dinks if you and, really needed to uh, no i'm gonna slap necks and i'm gonna i'm gonna slap necks i'm karate gonna chop packs into buttholes if I'm you watch the pre-show you know what that's all about. yeah 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 I want to switch it up, though. I want to switch it up. I'm going to slap necks. I'm going to stomp lips. And I'm going to... What do I do to dinks? Speed bag them. Speed bag them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to speed bag somebody's nuts. No, cool. dink, dink and nuts are different, man. We're not, go, we're not doing an anatomy lesson. Suffice it to say, if you've never seen one, the D and the N are, are not the same. No, not at all. So let's let's move to strengths and weaknesses real quick. Strengths and weaknesses i like a unique take on storm that's a strength yes it's a very cool deck it's very interesting without giving too too much up to the gimmick because sometimes people try and make an interesting deck like this and it just oh yeah it plays these like i don't know long dirtily ass turns in mono white where you draw all these cards and get no payoff whereas this one there's lots of payoff and they're obvious payoffs that you can see yeah for sure doesn't always do what mono white does and that is kind of contingent on ether flux and sentinel tower not just like going wide doing the token or the selesnia strategy doesn't always do that but we'll get to weaknesses in a second draws lots of cards yeah i think that you're gonna like rip through your deck pretty quick yeah the the let's do, let's do the flip side weakness of that one too some of the cards aren't very good yeah yeah, card quality. Yes. Not of the highest order. <laughs> Correct. Plays catch up well. Yes. You could you could like remember I said if if you start with um precursor golem in your hand and a couple mana rocks, it's like auto keep. Yeah. Even if you don't have cantrips, you get behind because you don't have like whatever and all of a sudden it's like, okay, cast my commander, cast a cantrip, cast a cantrip and all of a sudden it's like, okay, I got three dudes now and I've drawn four cards. And uh, now I'm in the game. Yep. Yep. And very, very affordable deck. Yes. We'll talk about that in a second, though. Let's move to weaknesses. It doesn't do what traditional Storm does. And thus, it doesn't win in the manner that traditional Storm does. Uh, yeah, you do still have to do, like, the white weenie thing a yeah. little bit. Yeah, like, you in a traditional Storm deck, you set up your Storm combo, and the Storm combo wins you the game. You tendrils everybody out. You minds desire everything out. If you Storm out in this deck, there is a possibility where somebody could just play Fog, and now you don't win. Yeah. I don't know how common Fog is, but I hear you. Yeah, well, I, you, I know, hear you know what, like, some kind of goal is to... There's some kind of way. There's an extra step that you have to yeah. take. Yeah. Or in response, I'm going to, or like during your upkeep, I'm going to remove your guy that puts counters on everybody. Yeah. Your magecraft put counter on everybody. I'm going to remove that. Response, I'm going to remove your, I'm going to path to exile your... Monastery mentor. Y- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. 
this is this is the thing I want to say about Ether Flux because I know it's not your favorite card. Least favorite and, card. And if I'm building a deck like this, I I think that Ether Flux is a little bit non-creative because you play Storm and it's an easy way to win. Now I'm not saying cut it because it does represent a win con. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not bad to have them. It's in not deck bad to, bad to have, but I think it would be really cool if you replace the Ether Flux and Sentinel Tower like with a Soul Sisters package. Because you're making so many tokens, and instead of blocking with tokens, you want to save them up so you can alpha with your storm cards, right? Right. What if I just had like, and I got El Helmert's archive, so I'm already gaining twice life if I gain a life from like a like a soul sister, like a soul soul warden, shepherd? soul warden, soul, there we go. soul warden creature ETBs gain a life. Yeah. If I'm gaining two life and all of a sudden for every creature and all of a sudden I'm at like 60 life, 70 life, I don't think that that's unrealistic. Not in this deck. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll hit you for 20. Cool. No blocks. Yeah, exactly. I'm Are still you, above oh, 40. Oh, you're tapped out? <laughs> cantrip, cantrip, cantrip. Ass, asshole steal. Yeah. Take fucking 60. Yeah. Right? I think that that's a, like a legit line of play that you could take. And that, to me, feels a lot more commandery and a lot more casual, high, high variance, high swing commander than does Aether Flux Reservoir. Yeah. And you never end up with those things where people are afraid to play Magic because there's an Aether Flux online. Exactly. So I don't know. That's the, the non-creativity of Aether Flux is a negative, but Aether Flux being in the deck is a positive because yeah. it represents a win con. So. Yeah. Moving on. Moving along. Budget. Budget. $141 to build this monstrosity. A mere 781 Canadian. Trifle. Trifle. That's like less than Command Zone Lotus Package. Right? <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic. That's how I'm going to gauge everything I buy these days. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing, though. That Battle Angels of Tear. Yep. Very expensive. Well, sort of expensive card right now because it's quite a powerful magic card. Yeah. And it's fairly new. 18 bucks. Could be a Soul Sister. Could be, but Could I don't know. Soul this Sister. It's a really good card. Could be a Daxos. He's a soul brother. It's a really good card, man. It is very good. It's a really good card. Primal Amulet, 13 bucks. Could, yeah. could be a Pearl Medallion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But How much is Pearl Medallion? I think they're... They got they got five or thirty. Right? They I got to be yeah. lots, aren't they? Twenty-seven bucks, That's which not, not which bad. is not terrible, but it's more than what we're cutting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, the Ether Flux sixteen dollar card. Ether Flux is. It's down. Is it? I think so. It used to be more than that. I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, because people use it as a win con in like in decks like this, right? Yeah. They're like, hey, how do I win? Yeah. Ether Flux. So Boom. I don't know. Do you cut it and put in a Soul Warden? I don't know if you do. Yeah, I don't know. But. I like it in the deck. I like it not in the deck. So, yeah. it, like, I mean, whatever. The, the deck could be cool with or without it, is what we're saying. If you made those three cuts and did add a, a small Soul Warden package, because those cards are cheap, Daxos, Soul Warden, and um, Essence Warden. Sure. Sure. Is this, Maybe Essence Warden's the green one. No, Essence Warden is the green one. There's another. There's another yeah, one, there's yeah. Another whatever one. it is. You could build this deck for $94. It's pretty good. That is a cheap deck. It's a cheap-ass deck. 94 crappy dollars. Yeah. And uh, I think it's cool. Let's see how it does on the old Spice Calculator. Let's do it. Spice Calculator. We've got over on EDHREC.com, we've got 373 Mavinda 
decks. That puts her, what, like 20th? 24th. 24th, right underneath Nahiri the Lithomancer. That's the uh, face card from the commander deck. Yep. And right above, my girl Runetail, Kitsune Ascendant. Ooh, those are real winners. Well, one of them I play. If this was open flippy, I'd have to drink. Yep. That's something. Drink two because it's a flip card. That's something. Pretty much two cards. I'm telling you. Still a player. You know what? I do like Mavinda. I wanted to build this when it came out. Not just because it was an advisor, but because it does what this deck does. And it and it plays a bunch of junk cards. Looking at EDHREC.com, there are some real good cards that like fit in this deck. Sure That are. would allow you to budget notwithstanding rip through the deck a little bit better, like Mentor of the Meek and uh, Welcoming Vampire yeah. and the the new guys, like when somebody searches, you get to draw a card. Yeah. There's some yeah. good-ass white cards in this. And you know what? I'm going to say it. Mavinda, card of the week. Card, card of the, of the week? week? Yeah. We don't, we don't oft give card of the week to the commander. I don't think, have we ever? Now we know. have. I, I don't know, but before, this is but... a deck that I would build. I would build this... And I would play the crap out of it, and I would sit down in rule zero, and somebody says, what do you play? And I'd be like, mono white storm. And they're like, what? <laughs> and, I was, and I'd be like, yeah, I listened to these guys, CCO podcast. They talked about this mono white storm list, and it's like super cool, so I built it. And it was totally budget. You should listen to them. If you want to save even some more money, you could use CCO's spring promo code when you shop at fusiongamingonline.com. And they'd be like, no way. I was going to buy stuff anyways. I was going to build mono white storm. And I would be like peep my list listen to episode 323 yeah. and they'd be like cool i'm gonna do that and i'd be like here's a sticker and they'd be like wait you're ryan from the show you look just like this little cartoon skeleton yes that's what i'd look like if it's a cartoon i had no skin on my face yeah yeah that's what i tell people yeah Anyways. I, it really is what you tell people i've been there <laughs> yeah, yeah so we punch it all into the spice calculator average converted mana cost get this 243 Don't. with all them yeah. one two drop cantrips <laughs> yeah 24 cards different than the stock page for Mavinda on EDHREC.com. It's not bad. That's not bad. I did see a lot of the same cantrips, but a lot of the uh, supplemental stuff we're playing is different well, than the stock page. The answer to how many cards in white just say draw a card on them is a short list. Mm -hmm. So when you're playing a deck like this, you're going to run into that problem. Yes, we call that the Zata effect for the exact same reason. Yes. How many cantrips are there in red? Zata plays them all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what Mavinda does too. Maybe that's why I like Mavinda so much. Maybe. Maybe I wish Zata was an advisor. Probably. Like Ib Halfheart. <laughs> He's an advisor. <laughs> Anyways, tutors. Uh, none, I don't think. There's, hey. there's none, yeah. Rip through your deck. That's how you tutor. Yeah. Well, there's enough card dry in here that we'll probably just count it as a tutor. Well, and and uh, there's enough redundancy in, in effects that, like, yeah. I don't know. You don't even need tutors, I guess. Yeah, it counts. Anyways, everybody's allowed one. Now, number of dedicated win cons, that is different ways the deck can win. I think Ether Flux slash Sentinel Tower yep. is one way. Yep. Kind of the traditional storm way. There's attacking with bros. The other way is attacking with pumped up dudes. And that's two. That's two. I gave it two, A and B, one yeah. or two, whatever. You punch it all into the spice calculator, you get a 51.39. That's pretty good. Yeah, we'll round that up to 51.4. That's all right. I like it. Pass the 50 test. Passes the 50 test. If you get your diploma or you don't get your diploma and the cutoff is 50%. There it is. We have diplomacy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this deck could be your doctor. 
<laughs> I don't want my doctor to have gotten a 51. There it is. <laughs> welcome to Canada. Oh, yeah, man. Welcome to Canada. My doctor told me I had mono the other day. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? I can't have mono. Man, we could, for the Canadian healthcare system, we could say Canada. You get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. It could be free or you could pay for it. Yeah. And when it's like a leg surgery or a neck surgery, might want to pay a little extra. (laughs) (laughs) When it's Movinda, might want that test protection just in case there's a lot of aggro decks. I don't know. Yeah, you can't. It's it's hard to say. Yeah, hard hard to say. say. But all filler, no miller. All chiller, no killer. All builder, no, I don't know. Thanks for sending the deck in. New Mexico stunt man. Thank you for sending this shit in. We appreciate it very much. As much as we appreciate the official business daddy's Fusion Gaming Online. Remember, use that CCO spring promo code. Save yourself 5% off shit you're going to buy anyway. If you would like to have your list featured on the show, keep sending them in. CommanderCookout at gmail.com. Or we have some channels in the Discord you can also use. I'm not sure if we're going to keep doing deck techs. We probably will until we can think of some other stream of things we can link together to make more shows but uh we're gonna we're gonna keep doing that tune in either way the point is tune in for another super exciting episode of commander cookout podcast hit our theme song